Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one-and-a-half-cubic-foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8-ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Welcome to the Off the Glass podcast, bringing a fresh, intelligent, thought-provoking perspective to the game of basketball. This is your host, Z. Thanks for joining me today, and today I'm joined by a special guest, one of my idols, one of my heroes. Been knowing this lady for years. She hails from Chicago, Illinois. She known, she's known as the ball handling guru. She's one of the best coaches around on any level, female, male. She's done it all, boys, girls. Young men, grown men, young women, grown women, no other than Miss Lauren Foster. How you doing today, Miss Foster? Hey, I'm above ground and I'm blessed. Ain't that the truth, man? So much going on right now in our city, man. And um, you know, I'm glad you, you know, set some time aside. We've been trying to do this interview for a while, but our schedules have been matched, and I'm glad we've been able um to um get it together. But first off, I want the people to know that. Again, this lady is one of the most influential influential people in basketball, especially here in Chicago. She hails from the west side of Chicago. I want to say I met Miss Foster when I was probably like 9 or 10 years old. Um, she instilled a lot of toughness in me. She was somebody that tells you what's on her heart, what's on your mind, but there's nothing but love behind it. She was very influential in my basketball career and my development as a man. And before we get started, I just want to say thank you, Miss Foster. I love you. And uh, I definitely appreciate everything you've done for me and also, you know, helping, you know, my family as well. I like to tell you that uh, thank you and your family for introducing me to Small Fry. Uh, without them, I wouldn't have had a clue. And to this day in, what is it, July 20th, 2018? Yes. I'm still out here doing what your mom um, and your dad and Tina introduced me to. And that was to uh, bring kids who may or may not have talent but wanted to learn the game. And thank you, Zach, because uh, you and I have been together over 20, 25 years. I have tears in my eyes right now because you have turned into amazing, amazing man and father. And, and I'm proud of you. I don't even like the simple word proud. I love you, Zach, bottom line. I'm not proud of you. I love you, and thank you for allowing me in your life. I thank you too, Ms. Faustin. That just really means a lot to me. And, um, you know, like you said, you've been doing this for a while. Um, we actually loan each other along than that because I'll be 37 this year, so it's amazing how time Ooh. flies. But with that being said, you know, take the people back. And I'll, I'll phrase the question like this. What is different about working with our youth today versus back then? Because we have all these different things going on. Everybody has their own opinion, their own viewpoint. But for somebody that's had, you know, boots on the ground in some of the more toughest areas here in our city, what is the biggest difference about working with our youth today versus back when I, when I was a child? 
Love. L-O-V-E. Love basketball. You all love basketball. You loved it. You played it. You allowed people to teach you. Mm. You accepted criticism. You took the criticism and made it positive. Mm -hmm. Parents were honest with their children. Academics was first. Let me say that. Mm. Academics was number one. Number two is where I came from. A lot of the kids more so had children who was already, or young men who were already good, and they wanted to be good just like them. Mm. So they worked on their craft. Kids now, they don't love basketball. Because if you love something, you can accept criticism. And your parents will be willing to be honest with you. Period. The parents back then allowed us to teach you, allowed us to help you with your flaws. And they knew, honestly, that you had flaws. They didn't sugarcoat nothing, and they we definitely didn't sugarcoat anything. That's why we won so much. Mm. And we were a team. Team. That's the biggest problem now. It's a basketball is a team sport, but parents don't allow their children to be a team player. So with that being said, for you, when did you start to notice it to change? Because I'm not going to lie to you, you know, I kind of got out of basketball as far as the local scene, the high school scene, the AAU scene. But one thing I've noticed, especially in the last few years, uh, especially moving back to the city, is how um, the, the, the competition has changed. We don't have a lot of the same schools for different reasons because schools have closed the charter school system. But with all that being said, uh, what's going on in Chicago now, when did you think it started to change in Chicago? Was it the sneaker companies? Was it AAU? When do you think it started to change here in Chicago with the with the basketball and the youth? Well, I've been around Small Fry, as you said, forever. So I'm going to look back on Small Fry. Okay. Uh, I'll go back to maybe I have some kids right now that's possibly sophomores going to be juniors or juniors going to be seniors. So what age or what year back would you say that was? That's when I saw it start changing. You talking about because high school kids, or um, no, college? I'm talking about, I'll, I'll use, I'll use, I'm using one of my kids. I'm using my kids like Bryce Barnes, Darren Randall. There are juniors and seniors they ready to be in college. So they were 10, 11, 12, which makes them, what, 21, 20 now? Give or, or take. So you're talking almost eight? So let's say eight years. About eight years? Eight, eight years. Eight years. That's when I started seeing a change. Okay. I even started seeing a change in small fry. And I started seeing a change, really. I've been going around AU maybe the last five years, six years with Namari Burnett. Okay. And I could see the change in the children. Again, there's no love there. But but I, I want to say this, and, and I hope people hear what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. When you, when you look alike and you act alike, you're not different. Mm. When you look alike and act alike, you're not different. When everybody is doing the same thing, you'll never be the best. You can be the best at all of you all doing the same thing, but are you different? 
you're not. From the from the way you live, from the way you dress, the way you act, uh, social media, your parents. A lot of that has changed the children. I agree. Word, I agree with that. Yeah. Entitlement. Entitlement. Mm-hmm. You all were not entitled to anything. You all had other children who you knew were better than you, and you wanted to get on their level. Yep. And you did what was necessary. These children are given entitled. Given titles. A lot of them are given titles. So therefore, they think they're better. You all saw who were better than you. Mm-hmm. You knew nobody could shoot better than you. You had the ugliest shot in small fry. We were just talking <laughs> about you today. One of the ugliest shot in small fry. But it was the most beautiful shot, and it was consistent. Each child back then was better than each one in certain things, but they were all good in everything. Right. One thing is love. Love for the game will take you around the world. It's the difference between loving basketball and playing basketball. So totally different. So with that being said, you know, because you had the, the, you was on the show, you was featured the show, Growing Up Ballers, and I remember, you know, you was getting frustrated working out with some of the, one of the particular guys that was on the show. And I know myself, I'm sitting back watching this, taking this in, and I'm like, does he even realize the type of, instruction he get because one of the biggest things that I, I I see today from the youth that we didn't have I don't remember everybody getting training like this like really development skill training I just remember you know we worked on certain drills we did certain things but for the most part nobody was doing getting all this instruction um, nobody was getting all this um, how to condition your body type of things you were just kind of going out and playing and you were just kind of practicing the basics but it's like they have everything in a lot of ways at their disposal. And I'm watching how you was interacting with him, and I'm, I'm thinking, is that is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? Well, I'm not going to elaborate on the show or that particular child. Okay. I'm going to elaborate on basketball, period. Okay. You said the difference in you all and them is they're getting training. Again, L-O-V-E, when you love something, you're going to work on it. Mm-hmm. You didn't need training. You didn't need training. You needed knowledge. So whatever knowledge you had, we enhanced it. Whatever talent you had, we made it better. Right. So you didn't need all this training. These children need it. It's a difference. Again, mm-hmm. you must love something to be the best at it. You must work at it to be the best at it. You must allow someone to help you be better at what you're already good at, to be greater. And you know what? That's so true. And, um, you know, I just, like I see it today, like I for the first time this past season, I went to a lot of, you know, not a lot, but a several high school games, and I got to see some of the talent play. And you hear all these different stories. Is high school basketball in Chicago broken? Is this something that we're seeing nationwide, or is this something different that's going on here in Chicago? Because things just don't seem the same here when it comes to Chicago basketball, especially at the high school level. What's your definition of broken? Um, Define me 
give me an example of what do you mean in Chicago basketball broken? Because I travel everywhere. So I'm, I may be able to For me, it on, seems like it seems like certain programs get all of the quote unquote best players now. Doesn't seem like there's an equal distribution of talent. I don't know if that's because a lot of kids are not playing anymore, but it just seems like there's only a certain amount of schools, and whether it's the Simeons, the Whitty Youngs, the Morgan Parks, um, Kenwood is trying to do something over there. But it just seems like a few schools are uh, Bogan. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It was another like Uplift. Um, if I'm, well, I'm, it just seems like there's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. It just seems like. Like, I just remember, like, you know, and I know this school doesn't exist, but, like, you know, Carver being good or Corliss having a player here and there. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But you just remember all these different schools, even on the West side. I mean, the Red West, from what I know, is no longer where it used to be. And that wasn't just one of the toughest conferences in Chicago, but one of the toughest in the country, period. So I don't know if it well, – I'm just going off what I see. I, I see what you see, but I also see that – Name, 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 brand schools a lot of children in certain places, period. Okay. That goes back to what I said about not being different. Why Why everybody have the same hairdo? Why everybody want to wear certain shoes? Why everybody wear certain clothes? So, therefore, it's the same thing with the schools. Mm. They want to go to the school that have the best uniforms. For school who has the most wins, or best uh, uh, the uniforms, the shoes, and the winning that lures children to places. Because if we really look at all the schools you named, Morgan Park, Bogan, Kenwood. I forgot about Orr real quick. I don't want to overlook Orr. Okay. I forgot about Orr. Orr. If, if you look at Let's look at all the schools you named and how many out of all these schools you named the children get the opportunity to go play in college as well. See, now that I don't know because I, I'm not, that's why, you know, I'm glad I have you on because aside of the big names, I couldn't even begin to try to answer that question. But I think I have a good guess. I'm going to say not a lot of them. Uh, uh, me personally, I'll say. I'm going to break it down to what I think I see. Okay. I see that most guards go to bogey. Mm, okay. I see that most anything that can play basketball that has a name may end up at Simeon. Okay. I see teams in any position may end up at Whitney Young. Uh, Uplift just came onto the scene maybe three years ago. So... I can't really tell you how that program got to be as good as it is or was, whichever one you want to use. Okay. I would say is because it's still one of the top basketball programs. Uh, Kenwood, I think Kenwood's name is, is, is on the map because of who their head coach is. And now they have a young guy by the name of Jelani Neely who's a, a walking encyclopedia of, of basketball. And I think had he not had injuries at Simeon, uh, he could have possibly easily been in the league. Uh, he has a football over there right now. One of the best point guards that I've ever had in my program uh, okay. as a small-class coach. Uh, you have a Morgan Park who has a coach 
by the name of Nick Urban, with that name alone, children want to follow him. Uh, or I've been back and forth in the horse program over the last six years. Uh, you have a man by the name of Lou Adams, uh, who's done a tremendous job uh, making sure that Ford kept the West Side name going about. Western House closed down, then opened back up. They haven't been and probably never will be on the level that it said Frank or David Bailey or Martell Bailey. They'll never probably be on that level again. You still have Marshall, who has Henry Cotton. You know, children, sometimes children don't love basketball enough for you to keep some of the best ones in school. Some mm. do love basketball enough that you can keep them off the street. Hmm. That's that's an interesting perspective, too, because I remember even on some of the Facebook posts in the one group, you will post how we need some of those great names that you just – uh, called to kind of get involved in, in the high school sports here in Chicago. Um, do you of think course. Do you think that will help? Do you think there's a reason why, not speaking on behalf of them, but maybe they might see, and I'm just throwing this out there as a hypothesis, but maybe they might say, hey, these kids don't really want it like I did. It's not really worth my time and energy. Um, do you think, like, guys that have well, names or great I, players owe it to the kids and to the game? Well, I talked to a couple of them, and they – always ask me, hey, you know, Ms. Foster, they don't want it. They don't want to practice. They don't want to be in the gym. Uh, you guys, a lot of parent involvement. And I'm not going to say who said it. Right. But it's some of the best guys in this city that can change some of these children's lives. Me personally, Zach, my goal is to hopefully before – I'm, I'm a very old woman now, but hopefully <laughs> someone gives me an opportunity and say, you know what, you can have this job here as a head coach because my goal is to go get a Sid Banks, go get a, a, a Martell Bailey, go get a Chris Singletary, go get all this great young men who I know know the game, mm-hmm. know that what it takes to be. They, you all were mentors. No, we don't have these children don't have mentors. You're right. I remember I remember when Chris said he would make sure you ate, make sure you got home, mm-hmm. make sure you do your homework. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of mentors missing out for these children. They don't have those mentors uh, like they used to have. Some they do, some they don't. But I think a lot of young men that's out here on the streets right now we can go and get and put them back in school and show them. You may not go to the NBA, but we can save your life just by putting this ball in a hole and give you an education. And you know what? That's... You don't have people out here beating on the ground on the pavement. Mm-hmm. It's not out there. Mm-hmm. I have you still in my life. I have Rodney Wiggins still in my life. I still see Reggie York. I'm still, I was last, two weeks ago, I was with Jerome Randall. I did a camp in L.A. with Deshaun Thomas, who's a young man off the west side, whose mother and brother died at a young age. He's maybe 33 years old. He's living in Riverside, California. He has his own gymnasium with four rims and 30, over 30 AAU teams. Doing amazing work out there. I, you know I, I know him personally, but doing amazing yes. work. You, you know why you all are doing amazing in your life? Because 
you struggle. I struggle. When you struggle in life, you appreciate life. Mm. When you when you, when you have parents saying, "Oh, I'm gonna give you what I didn't have. What didn't you have? Did you have food? Did you have cold? Did you have a roof over your head? Those are necessities. But when you want to give kids things, mm-hmm. you don't know what a struggle is. Where you came from, you didn't struggle. But guess what? You are around people who struggled every day of their life that made you see what a struggle was. You struggled and with toughness. And you are around people who were tough that gave you toughness. Your mom and dad was financially stable. So what did they do in return? They helped us become financially stable. And we in return gave you toughness. Am I right or wrong? Don starts. You're 100% right. Yep. Amon starts the same thing. Some of you guys that play for us, you were fine financially, but you didn't know what the struggle was, but you knew what it was because we could take you anywhere in the city and you could perform. Everybody, your name rings everywhere. West side, south side, low end, K-Town, Wild Hunters, suburbs. Your name rings because you were allowed to go and play everywhere. You wanted to play everywhere. You wanted to play against everybody. You didn't want to be the just the best on one side of town. You know what? And that's 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 so huge, you know, what you just said, Ms. Foster. And real quick, I'll share a story. It just made me remember. I'm not gonna say this guy's name, but it was the team that we should have won it in 94. So that was the team with Isaac, Tyrone, uh, Ronnie Flowers. Um, we had a really good team. Nelson was on that team. And um, I remember one day we had, I forget what tournament it was, but we went to McDonald's like we always did. You know, my dad made sure everybody got something to eat. And I remember this sticks with me as a grown man. I didn't even pay attention to the time, but I, I remember this probably like five years ago. And I remember seeing one of the guys in the van, he was eating a Big Mac. And I watched him eat the whole Big Mac and then proceed to eat all the lettuce that fell out the Big Mac, then ate all the fries in his bag, and then proceed to go through a couple other guys' bags and eat all the fries. I never asked my dad what he was doing when I was younger. I didn't think too much about it. But it wasn't until I got older as a grown man and struggled a little bit and started realizing that was probably his only meal he had in several days. He was he was starving. He was hungry. But he was still there every time we had a tournament competing, giving his heart. And he was actually one of our best players on that team that year. And, you know, it's those kind of things that you said. You know, I remember that being that 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 house in our neighborhood where guys can come sleep at, could come get a meal. My dad, if you needed gym shoes, you'll do he'll do anything like that. He had to help. And I think to your point. What's missing now is those mentors because this is nothing new in our city. I know the headlines and everything. It is a little bit, a lot different. Don't get me wrong with the gun violence. But the point I'm making is we've always had gangs. We've always had drugs. We always had people getting killed. As far as all this violence goes, this is nothing new. But I think the difference is we don't have the mentorship to fill in the gaps because we've always had people coming from single-parent homes or even two-parent homes where people weren't being taught anything but you had those other people to fill the void. And I think that's what we're really missing right now in our city is people to step in and fill the void. Because, again, 
I always tell people the example where they want to talk about our murder rate. In 91 and 92, we almost lost 1,000 people. We haven't quite came close to that, but it's not like this is something new in our city. I agree with you. I agree. It's not new. And I'm not going to say what this gentleman's name was, but a gentleman came to my job recently, and he told this young man, he said, you know what? I want to apologize to you. I failed you. I failed you because I used to live the wrong kind of life. You know why else? What other way I failed you? I failed you because I should be out here helping you. But now I am. It it put tears in my heart and my eyes and my heart start bleeding to hear someone tell some children, I'm sorry. Mm. A black man tells some black boys, I'm sorry. I failed you because I was out here on the street doing the wrong thing. And now mm-hmm. I'm back. I'm here for you. Yeah. It's, um, you know, and that's, I'll, I'll close with this, this question. So with all that being said, um, why do you continue to do it, Ms. Foss? Like I said, you've been around, you know, a long time. I'm not trying to make you sound like you this old person because you have the energy. I am old. But you got more energy age. than people I'm half your age. Age-wise, but spiritually, no. No, and... You know, why do you keep doing it every day? And I mean, even where, you know, you work at, I'm not going to get that information out, but you see some of, I mean, you see some of the worst things, Ms. Foster, and you continue to come back and still want to give your time, give your all, give your heart. I mean, why? Why at this point? I love basketball. I love kids. It's my calling from God. And I know that. I'll never be a preacher in a church, but I can preach without being in a church. And I don't have to wait till Sunday. I come from an amazing woman who raised 11 children by herself. Wow. And seven of them were boys. Hmm. And I I see my work. I see my work. When I see children... Not dropping out of school. When I see children being respectful, I don't give a damn about no MBA. If you can get a high school diploma and be productive without hurting someone in society, I'm all for you. I don't care about college. Everybody can't go to college. Mm-hmm. Just don't hurt nobody. Just don't hurt nobody. That's why I do it every day. Get people to understand things are things, and things should make you hurt nobody. Well, with that being said, Ms. Foster, I definitely appreciate your time. Is there anything you want to kind of plug, anything you got coming up that you want to tell the people? Well, uh, right now I'm on the way to my first eighth grade game over here at West Haven Train High School. And, of course, every time I perform a camp where people are not making me wear their own clothing. I always have on a Jerome Handel Randall shirt. Okay. Why do I wear, why do I support him? Because one day he'll tell you his story. It's not my place to tell you his story. But i tell you from where he was to where he is now, there's no different than me. And to the day I leave Earth and until the day I start 
training, I always have one in Jerome Handel Randall shirt, unless Nike, unless Chris Paul, unless Juwan Howard, anyone that I work at camp for says I have to have on their shirt until then, that's what I always have on. And I want to tell you, I'm in a, I'm in a place in my life where I am really at peace and I'm, I'm, I'm happy and I feel good to who I have become. I become amazing late. And I know it. God told me I could say it, and I'm saying it. But I work on me still every day. Peace to the city. I love you, Zach. And I thank you for allowing me in your life. If there's anything I could do for you or any other child, any adult, you know where to find me at. Get on my level. Peace. And there you have it, folks. That will bring this interview to a close. I want to thank Ms. Lauren Foster, the ball handling guru, for sharing her time with me, sharing that important information, man. And, um, you know, we just need some peace right now in our city, man. I'm praying for everybody out there. I'm praying for all the families, those who have lost loved ones to gun violence, man. I'm just asking that we all, as individuals, we just do better. We walk more humbly. And let's try to help our fellow man. That'll bring this episode to a close. This is your host Z signing off. Stay safe out there. Peace. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right too with deals to help you save every day. Like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8 ounce pots. Valid in store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day. Like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8 ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii.